And welcome to Meddling Kids, where it's usually me and Kaylee talking about how much we love Scooby-Doo and stuff. But today, I'm here with Ross Ward just to take a kind of general look at why we think Scooby-Doo has stayed popular for as long as it has. Ross, how are you doing today? I'm doing awesome. Thanks. Thanks for having me. <laughs> now, I'm excited to get somebody else on the show because as much as I love having Kaylee on there with me, it's always nice to talk to other people. Yeah, it's uh, for as much as I like Scooby-Doo, I don't get to talk. God, to people about it as much as I would like. So this is super awesome. I'm glad we can both take care of that for each other. <laughs> so, Ross, I wanted to have you on today just because you said you wanted to come on and talk about why you thought Scooby-Doo has stayed popular for as long as it has. Yeah, well, especially um, Scooby-Doo came out and it was one of a billion shows. Like, Hanna-Barbera was doing everything there's like scooby-doo flintstones everything all on at the same time uh and like all of those shows are still relevant but all of the merchandise that you see is scooby-doo and uh i don't think any of the other shows have had as many incarnations as scooby-doo so i just like that uh really the characters have stood the test of time for uh as of this year 50 years since the original show has aired I know it's crazy because like Jetsons and Flintstones are the the other ones that really spring to mind for me. And I mean, people still know who they are and everything, but they don't yeah. keep getting a new series over and over and just keep getting reintroduced the way Scooby does. Exactly. It's uh it's a lot obviously it's more timeless. The other shows uh have really specific settings, but uh Scooby Doo's sort of able to keep up with our time and uh modernize if it wants to not every incarnation does that i mean that's one of the things i really love too because even the original series there aren't too many things that you know scream this has to be made a long time ago mm-hmm. yeah it's it's really not dated uh, at all except for like the old timey diner but even those are sort of still around I mean, because other than that, it's like the lack of a cell phone or something like that. But, you know, I still see people yeah. driving around in vans all over the place. Exactly. I've seen a couple of mystery machines, actually, like just out on the road, which I love. I'm pretty sure we have one that drives around Charleston as well. And it's always cool when you see the pictures. Nice. Yeah. So what is it about Scooby that really connected with you? I'd say... Uh, definitely the characters it's uh they're really simple characters and i don't mean that in a way that the writing is bad or anything i just think they all have uh traits that you identify with them really easily and they sort of they stand out from each other uh really well like fred is sort of obviously the leader type i've got uh i have a few notes written next to each of the characters names for Shaggy, all I've got is always hungry, same, which is sort of that. Shaggy and Scooby are, I'd say, the central characters of the show, if that might be a bold thing to say. No, I definitely agree with you there, because, I mean, otherwise it's just a few kids running around in a van that probably would have died off, like, whatever dune buggy show it was that it was around, too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was um I was trying to find out if Scooby was the first talking dog and I could not. I spent a good uh well, few minutes on the research, but I 
couldn't find anything because there are so many talking dogs now. But he's been around so long, I was wondering if he might be the first. Oh, that's something I didn't even think about doing because I've grown up with talking animals in all my cartoons. Mm -hmm. But I'm wondering if he might have been the one to, uh, to set that and if everyone else just sort of followed suit when they saw how well it was going. I mean, it definitely makes sense because I know Johnny Quest and the things more like that. Dogs were just mm -hmm. dogs that barked. Well, and even uh, perhaps uh, to a bit of a downside, even Scooby-Doo kept, uh, kept adding more talking dogs. There's uh, Scrappy, of course. Uh, we'll definitely hit on Scrappy later because he is much more important than people ever want to give him credit for now. Yeah, like people might not like him, but I, I stand by that he saved he saved the show. Oh, I'm right I will there with defend you. Scrappy. Yeah, that's a hill that I'm willing to die on. <laughs> that's where you have to take your liking something, bone, and separate it from your understanding the importance of something, bone. Yeah, that's exactly it. Because the show I don't think would be around without Scrappy anymore. Because really, uh. I think that the reason Scooby has been able to last this long is because it has kept getting new series made and mm -hmm. all the TV movies made. And it just seems like every few years there's a new Scooby, which for some things is super horrible and just feels like they're capitalizing on nostalgia. Mm -hmm. But for Scooby, it's always updated enough. It's always different enough to where you're not watching the same thing over and over again but you're still watching something really familiar that you love. Yeah, that's exactly it. They're able to change it uh, just enough to make it a new and exciting show, but not enough to like betray, I guess, what made it popular in the first place, because it's still kids solving mysteries, and some of the, now some of the monsters are real, but it's still, they're still the same characters doing it. You know, like you had the 13 Ghosts of Scooby-Doo, where you, started to introduce plot points that actually connected to each other across episodes. Mm -hmm. That was one I always loved. Um, a pup named Scooby-Doo where, yeah, everybody else was doing <laughs> kids things too. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it was either that or Muppet Babies was what I think really did it the best. Yeah, I think so too. Definitely. Yeah. That's one of the trends that Scooby-Doo, uh, Scooby-Doo did sort of do, uh, they hopped on that bandwagon, I think, aging the characters down. But it worked. It worked decently. Yeah, because everybody kept their core characteristics, but they still got more childlike. It seems like a lot of the other ones I was watching was just watching the same old cartoons, but they happened to be five and six years old instead of adults. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, Scooby-Doo's always uh, been culturally relevant. It's always had celebrities since, uh, like, right now, in the normal episodes of the show, you're covering the new Scooby-Doo movies, which uh, is the first example of that. Batman, obviously, is such a huge icon even now. And it, uh, it was Adam West, I think, voicing him for that special? Yeah. Or those specials? Yeah, that's, that's crazy. And uh, the Adams family all voiced themselves. Those were the two that I was most familiar with, honestly, and Globetrotters. <laughs> yeah, I think for the most part, they all voice themselves, which is just really cool. Yeah. I was, uh, 
I was looking up a list of the guest ones, and I didn't know half of them, honestly, because I was not around in the early 70s. But I'm sure back then, it, they were some huge names. Yeah, we had to do the same thing, because me and Kaylee are both, like, mid-80s kids. So, mm. like, we had no idea who Phil Stiller was when Julie did that one. There's a couple of other ones where we don't really know who they are, or we've heard the name. Yeah. Like, Don Knotts, I sort of knew. <laughs> yeah, like, Don Knotts I knew just because my dad would always watch Andy Griffith. Okay, yeah. <laughs> but it almost doesn't matter who the guest star is, just in the sense that you know you're going to have everybody else coming in there. Exactly. They don't uh, They don't make it so that you need to be familiar. I'm sure that it's a great treat for people who know the celebrities, but for everyone else, they still get to watch Scooby and the gang, and that's why everyone's sitting around watching it. <laughs> so is there any series of Scooby in particular that you're really looking forward to us getting to? I am really liking uh, listening to the new Scooby-Doo movies because uh, the longer episode format is really interesting. That's not... Uh, I I think the only one I owned Scooby-Doo meets Batman on VHS when I was, like, young, and I didn't know that that was, like, part of a huge series because it was a longer episode, I was like, oh, they did, like, a movie. I didn't know that there were so many of them until, uh, honestly, until the podcast started getting there. Like, oh, yeah, the next, uh, next series is going to be the new Scooby-Doo movies. And I went, oh, I guess there were way more than just Batman. <laughs> oh, and, like, I wish they were all on Boomerang. We went and got subscribed to that so we could watch everything and just a few of the movies mm. here and there. Like, the next one with Davy Jones, they're just not there Ooh, because of licensing issues. Uh, oh, man. Yeah, I didn't even realize how uh, how tough the licensing would be for that. Because back then, I mean, they weren't thinking about reruns. They weren't thinking about anything. It was just, mm -hmm. are we going to be able to use your thing on this show, like, for the next six months? Yeah. No, and it's still, uh, like, it's still doing the celebrity thing. And, uh sort of getting uh, more publicity through that. Like, they did a movie with Kiss, uh, which is actually brilliant in a really bizarre and surreal way that I would never have expected. I think I've somehow missed that one. It's on, at least up here in Canada, it's on Netflix, and oh man, it's a wild ride, definitely. I don't know if I want to check that out now or if I just want to hold it so it'll be new for when we get there. That's pretty tempting. It'll probably be a while before you get there, but who's to say? Yeah, because I know that they've done a ton of them with whatever flavor of wrestling it is. I can't remember, and I know if I get that yeah. wrong, people will be all over me. Yeah, I, I know WWE. Like, that's... That's as far as my wrestling uh, knowledge goes. I couldn't even say who. John Cena is in the special. I know that because it's John Cena. <laughs> yeah, that would have been my guess, too, because he's the only guy I can name. Yeah, that's, that's exactly it. I think uh, another thing, too, that sort of helps, though this pertains more to the, like, 
the late 60s to maybe the early 80s of the show, uh, the animation, because they did not have a massive budget for the animation, and it shows, and it's pretty wonderful. And it's uh, a real point of parody for, like, uh, so many things that go out and spoof uh, Scooby-Doo and all those other shows. They'll have the uh, the repeating backgrounds always uh, make an appearance. Or that, I know Fred's ascot was so they wouldn't have to animate his head as much. Really? Wow, that's the first... <laughs> that's both the most surprising and least surprising thing I've heard. Because, like, I get it, but wow. When you think about it, I've never seen another character or person wearing an ascot. Neither have I. <laughs> so, I mean, I see them and it's instantly a Fred. Yeah, that's, that is how much uh, he has affected the ascot. And the ascot has affected him and the public consciousness. Is That's the association that people make. And uh, I guess similarly, I don't ever see a Great Dane and not think of Scooby-Doo. Yeah, I'm definitely with you on that one. There was a... I don't have a source for this interview, but uh, I, I remember reading the original character designers went to, like, a professional dog judge or whatever and had them... Uh, had him describe the ideal, the perfect breed of Great Dane, and they designed and drew Scooby to be the opposite of that. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, they were like, oh, what would the perfect mannerisms be? And how would, uh, like, how, how would he handle and, like, work with people? And they just completely went off the rails and they did the exact opposite. Man, I'm going to need to try to find that now. I'll I'll track it down. I'll send it over if I can find it. Oh, that would be amazing. Thank you. No problem. A lot of the uh, 60s aesthetic really has uh, has helped that show. Uh, that helps more the merchandise than anything, but that keeps it, keeps it relevant. Because you mentioned Flintstones and the Jetsons, and those have their own aesthetic that's dictated by uh, when it takes place. But uh, Scooby-Doo's always sort of been... I don't know, like, the mystery machine design has never changed. In the new shows, it will be, like, 2017 or 2018, and they'll have their cell phones and laptops, but the mystery machine has the same design. Uh, they've never messed with that, because I think they realize that that is the, the symbol of the franchise. Or at least the non-living symbol of the franchise. Yeah, I don't think they could ever change that at all. No. There would be riots, I think. That would be... I'd compare that to, like, if they decided Scooby-Doo was a poodle in one incarnation of the show. Like, there are things that you can't change uh, with the formula of the show, and they are smart about that. Moving forward, I mean, how do you see Scooby continuing to be popular as we keep going? Well, one of the things that uh, they're actually doing, I think they've said the next series of the show is going to be sort of a spiritual successor to the new Scooby-Doo movies, and it's going to uh, do the celebrity guest thing again. And that's... Uh, I'm not saying that they need to do that 
to maintain uh, relevance because whatever incarnation of the show comes next, I think it's going to do well. But uh, that's an interesting move for them to make, I think. Yeah, because who they pick is going to be really interesting. Um, Steve Urkel is one of the confirmed guests, if I'm remembering that correctly. So I don't think they're just doing it to get kids uh, that know today's celebrities. I think they know that there's um, a nostalgic fan base. That actually makes me a lot more enthusiastic about it. Yeah, because it's uh, if it was just people that were famous to uh, to the younger people today, and if they thought that that was Scooby's only audience, I probably wouldn't be tuning into the new show. But uh, Batman's going to be back. Uh, Urkel. I love that those are the only two that I can remember right now. But I'm fairly certain those two. Those two by themselves, though, are probably enough to get everybody excited for it and latch on. Yeah, and there's going to be a mix of uh, of characters and then actual celebrities like what they did before. But uh, I don't think they need to change much about uh, what they've been doing for the past uh, like 10 or 20 years. Like, uh, What's New Scooby-Doo sort of modernized it a bit in the early 2000s. And uh, like that's been going well, and they've uh, become a bit more self-aware with the humor and sort of the case of the week aspect and the like they'll make fun of it uh sometimes how it's never the first person that they think it is they'll make it a point of saying that if uh, one person's a really strong contender for being the person under the mask they'll say no it's uh it's not the first person we think it is we need to think about this again i just really hope we see red herring come back yeah he was uh i think just in a pup named scooby-doo I think that was his only appearance. As far as I know, that's what it is. I'm definitely more of an older Scooby watching person than a newer yeah. Scooby person. I'm like a mix of both. Like I grew up on the originals because that's what my dad watched, I guess, when he was growing up. And I got like a couple of VHS VHSs of uh, the old episodes when I was younger. Yeah, and Scooby is, like, the only reason we signed up for Boomerang. Nice. I don't know if that's available in Canada, but I'm going to I'm gonna have to check it out. I mean, you need to look. Like, there's other things, too, but I seriously don't think there's anything else that we've watched on it besides, like, one or two episodes of Johnny Quest, because Kaylee thought it was <laughs> ridiculous that I hadn't seen it. I mean, I haven't seen it either, so we'll see how she reacts to that news. <laughs> well, it'll at least make me feel better that I'm not the only one. No. But uh, now, I, now I feel like I'm going to have to check it out. <laughs> I mean, it's old 60s craziness, you know? Yeah. Now that's someone that they should have done a new Scooby-Doo movie with. That would have been really interesting. Oh, man. <laughs> Spy stuff and detective-y stuff combined with Scooby-Doo. It's almost too perfect. I was about to say they were afraid that uh, people would see that episode and be like, well, that has to be the whole show now. You can't go back to how it was after that. <laughs> well, on that note, Ross, it's been great talking to you. Um, I'm really excited for when we can get back going into this. Hopefully life will stop getting in the way of me and Kaylee recording. Yeah, I'm looking forward to listening some more, definitely. And uh, I've been watching the episodes 
I'll see the episode of the podcast come out, and I'll go out and I'll watch uh, the one from the show, and then I'll have it fresh in my mind for when you guys are discussing it. Yeah, I know. We've got some cool things planned, so hopefully the wait is worth it for everybody. I'm sure it will be. <laughs> well, if you'd like to talk to us about more Scooby-Doo stuff, you can always head on over to the Facebook group or the Twitter account. Links to both of those will be down in the show notes. And if you're in the Facebook group, say hi to Tiff, because she's just really awesome. Thank you, Tiff. <laughs> also, thank you to Dave Seste for the music Night Surfing. And the next time you find yourself wondering, hey, when are these new episodes going to come out? Chris and Kaylee, come on. You would have gotten away with it if it weren't for us meddling kids. Thank you.